Before we start this episode, I just want to say that please tell a friend about our podcast. I feel like we've been getting a lot of good feedback of people going back and binging the episodes and really enjoying them. And that means a lot. But like in hearing that, I'm like, well, people are liking what they're hearing if they're binging the episodes. Absolutely. So if you like what you hear, tell someone about it. Yeah. That's like the biggest compliment you can pay us. And then chat with us about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. We love the interaction <laughs> because I feel like it is just we have manifested a little group of a little group of people yeah. that agree that we're moms. This is a new day and age. And we need support, too, in our own comfortable way. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Don't you feel like we're mom supporting moms, but we're like mom supporting like our friends. We're supporting friends of moms. Like I've had a lot of people that are... Not even not moms. Not even moms. And they're like, that is so relatable. And I'm like, thank you, because we are actually still humans, believe it or not. Are they like the mom support group sponsors? They are. <laughs> they're they like, are. we're just here to observe and laugh with you and understand. Absolutely. And honestly, I feel as though some of the stuff that you go through as a mom, you're trying to find yourself within that. So obviously, we're having our own experiences. Absolutely. So tell all your friends... Come listen to what we have to ramble yeah, about. Yeah, we love that. We love that very much. Um, it has been quite a week, I think, for both of us. Like, this week <laughs> was a month. And maybe we <laughs> said this last week as well, but these two weeks have been a year. I will say it every week. Yeah. Earth is hard. Until it gets a little easier, I'll keep saying it. Earth. It's just been a rough week. <laughs> it's been a rough week. We started the week off, I... Lost a family pet, and it I was know. very, very, very sad. I'm, I'm so sorry for Thank your loss. Thank you. I, it was, is very sad. Um, but I just wanted to say that the, the cool thing that happens in the moments of sadness is the way that people come together, and I very much appreciate and love the way that my family has come together, and the way that people like us come together. You know, in yeah. those shitty ass moments. Yeah, because it's all about like being together and commiserating a little bit. Yeah. And I mean that in the most genuine way 100%. possible. It's like, it's okay to be sad and we can be sad together, but then we can find some light in this yeah. in this darkness. And so. don't you sometimes feel like you have those weeks where you both have so much like shit going on that you just keep shouting them at each other? Like you don't even want or necessarily need them to respond to yours. You just need to someone else to hear it, you yeah. know, and just shake their head every once in a while and be like, that sucks. Oh, absolutely. You and know? I do think that there's like this whole mentality. So like, so like my family, we craft when we're sad. Yeah. Like we're craft. Real <laughs> or art. we play Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. That's and like, you're asking and for if an you think of that as an analogy, like when life gets so sad, like there are people that you're like, I'm still going to play Monopoly with you. Like, Absolutely. those are your people. Like, Absolutely. Like, we just suffered a loss. Yeah. We went to a funeral. We're all and so now, sad. But now we're just, like, gluing seashells to stuff. Yes. You know? My family, we realized that our, th our thing is grief pizza. Like, we okay. suffer a great loss. 
we listened to Justin Timberlake for an NSYNC. Like, that is my family vibe. Like, we harmonize. We go for it specifically. Like, like my dad and mom and my sister and I, we love, like, a girlfriend remix. Yeah. You know, like, that's our vibe. So we take that grief. We cry together. We support each other. Then we throw in some old NSYNC, and then we go get a pizza. <laughs> yes. And that's, you know. But think of, if you think <laughs> of that scenario and the first, you know, people that pop into your head those are your people yeah those are the people that you lean on and it's absolutely a hundred percent but what kind of brings us to our topic um is the other there is one (laughs) there is a topic believe it or not this isn't a bits and pieces but the um the thing that kind of brings us to what we wanted to talk about today is that I had Lukey's first IEP meeting or team meeting of the year. Yeah, it had you. You had it. It happened so hard. And I was, I was so anxious because the thing, the thing about having kids is that no matter what anybody says, no matter what degree they hold, no matter what position they have what title they have nobody knows what your kid needs more than yourself no so when people are telling you no people (laughs) about your child getting something they need the worst kind of people the worst kind of people the umbrages of people yeah harry potter reference (laughs) um you it it doesn't sit well and and you keep fighting so that is what I have done for the last year. I have gone to every single meeting and said, my son needs a one-to-one aid. He needs it for safety reasons. He is an eloper. He has pica. He has a lot of, um, he lacks a lot in terms of safety awareness. He doesn't realize things are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is four years old, and yeah. he he needs a one-to-one aid, and he deserves one. Absolutely. Because if he's not safe, then that is, like, the bare minimum of what I ask of going to school. And you went and got him. <sighs> oh, <laughs> I have never felt, honestly, like, when I tell you, I think Luke and I got a lot of practice, and one thing I want to say is that this is a, a mountain I will always be climbing. And to other parents that are climbing this kind of similar mountain, just know that like there will be those shitty meetings, but you write everything down, you take in everything they say, you say everything that's on your mind, and you keep fighting and you do not stop until they give you what you want. And I went in with an attitude. I don't know who I thought I was. Actually, I do. I was like, She's I am Lukey's mother effing mom. <laughs> yeah, you're I am Lukey's mom. And I came in and I brought my daddy. <laughs> yeah, did. You're like, I'm Lukey's mother effing mom. Yeah. And this is my and daddy. this is his grandfather. So like, and of course, my husband, Lukey's dad. And you know I'm not going to look silly in front of him. So. Ha- hell no. I, I refuse. Let my dad see me quake. Absolutely not. So I went in and I'll tell you one thing, write everything down because even though you know everything you want to say, when you get into one of these meetings with all of these people, you need something to pull back to to keep yourself on track because people want to take you off track. And they I want to make you forget what you want. <laughs> like normalize taking minutes. Because oh my God. I feel like any meeting you go to, an yep. IEP especially, where you're ne- anything you're negotiating, literally, and then like add your kid to it. Yeah. You need to have a little scribe or you need to be jotting down notes because so important. 
And Luke and I Sometimes have done it. Sometimes the words are just to flow in, and you are you're retaining them in the moment, but yes. then there's no long term. And you can always you're so high alert. You can always bring someone with you to the meeting. Let them know my dad came to take notes and to also stare at them until they gave me what I wanted. <laughs> no, um, and and <laughs> when I went in there, I had such a confidence in knowing that like what I was doing was what he needs. That I went in and I kind of made a joke out of it, but I was like. Just so everybody knows, I will keep coming back here and asking for the same thing until I get it. So, like, this is just going to keep happening until I get a one-to-one for my son. So that was the energy I started it off with. I love that. And I can't even tell you, I came in with that. And if anybody else listening has a kid who is nonverbal or non-speaking, I had another objective, I would say, when I went into this meeting. And it was that I wanted to improve the communication because my son cannot come home and tell me about his day. So how am I to go off of what he's learning, to go off of what his mood has been, to know how his day has been? Aside from his main teacher, who I have a good dialogue with, I was like, I want to be able to like get little bits and pieces from his day. So what I told them, it was that I was going to start sending him with a log, just like a notebook that they could write back and forth in any you know, things they're working on, how his day was, if anything stood out. I love that. Just to keep the communication open. Yeah. So I came in on a mission. I could use that. And I did it. I could use that for my verbal child. Yes. That's what I'm, because who knows what they're even doing. Did I good? Don't ask them. <laughs> they're like, lunch was weird. I went outside yeah. the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I sat near the girl with the ponytail. Um, but I, but I, yes. I saw that's something. A great, that's a great plan, I think. When Luke and I and my dad left that meeting and we were approved for the things that we have been fighting for for the last that year, it was just full celebration, pride, like the feeling of advocating for your kid for something you know they need and deserve and people saying yes, which should just be a given. Yeah. Um, it feels so... There shouldn't so, really be a meeting. It, but there shouldn't be a meeting. Since there's the meeting. There is. And it was just such, honestly, such a high moment for us. And I know there will be many more hills to climb, like I was saying. But, like, this was such a win. And one thing I saw, Luke and I, we are a team. We went in there both backing each other, knowing what we wanted to say. And we are advocating for our son like the way, like no other, I don't know. We just do it the way we do it because we love our kids so much. I love that. But one thing I I saw, was so happy for you guys. Thank you. I felt that from you. And I know, I know, you know how much this has meant to me. Absolutely. Um, but one thing I saw, and it speaks so true because this is a mom podcast is advocate like a mother. And Ooh. that is like the energy I'm going to embody at every IEP. Put it on a on. graphic tee. Literally like <laughs> advocate like a mother. Cause a mom's going to get shit done absolutely she's Every gonna get shit done time like I always say that like in a medical situation right I will I will lay there if I'm if I'm the person that's getting blood drawn or I'm in a hospital setting or they're trying to get an IV or I will sit there in silence I will let you poke me four times yes. you will tell me it's your first you'll tell me it's your first day I'll just sit there silently taking it <laughs> you know like you'll do something that's a little cringy to me you know because it's not like technically like against the like I'm not saying anything wrong I'm just saying like you're not doing it the style I do it I just shut my mouth my kid Mm -mm. if I am in a medical (laughs) situation with my children 
so you better spoiler alert <laughs> they get the lead test now for yeah. for children yep through their they do an iv a peripheral iv wow draw like in their arms wow little tiny baby six months old so when the girl didn't get alaska's poke the first time i was like you better find yeah the best this is phlebotomist in this place yeah and this is your last chance before i do it myself (laughs) (laughs) like i want the chart i want who's in charge oh when it yeah exactly and then i want to test her skills first i completely agree like if it is me consider me i am donating my body to science (laughs) do what you want to do but but then i think yeah exactly you're like it's fine like it's for science it's, i have a rash it's fine yeah. it's like I probably you, not that big of a deal like i told you i'm allergic to tape but it's fine i have a full wrap on it's good yeah it's but really like good. but then like taking away the humor from that you just think about how there is like this instinctual thing that happened for me um and i know that it's not it's not necessarily instinctual because you you can become a mom or a guardian or a protector mm-hmm. even of somebody so many different ways. Right. But when you advocate like a mother, yes. which I think like could a mean mother. a lot of different people. 100%. Um, you honestly like you zero in on the fact that like this person is helpless in the situation without you. Yes. When you're advocating. Like, if I don't get it done, then then no one gets it done. Then no one gets then it done. Then it's done. Yeah, exactly. And when you think about, you're like, I brought this person into this world when you are the mom. I'm damn well going to get it done. I literally have to get it done for yeah. them. Like, we have to get to a thriving. It's a bird in a nest, you know? Yes. They're in my nest. That's and, my baby. Yeah, and that's, the, like, my best analogy for it. Like, they're in my nest fuck off Uh, literally like (laughs) literally and i will keep these little suckers safe until they can fly and yes and i'll be damned i'll be damned i'll be so damned and you and i have witnessed kind of something uh, of this up close when it came to again lukey he's just the star of the star of the episode today um and Lukey, a couple years ago suffered from a throat abscess Mm -hmm. and um for like a week, Luke and I just noticed his his something was wrong. His neck was off to the side. And if you don't know this, um, one thing about a lot of people with autism or who are autistic is that they have a very high pain tolerance. Yes. So my son was sitting with his head cocked to the side, trying to play, could not sleep. And we took him to his pediatrician multiple times and then we took him to the hospital to the emergency room i want to say three times i triaged him a few thousand times yes and the medical bills are in the mail absolutely the payments (laughs) have been sent and we were being told you know he's pinched a nerve you know give this two-year-old some muscle relaxers Mm -hmm. and go home and it came to a and minute. And even I was just like, it was racking my brain yeah. as somebody in the medical field. Like, what could it Let's be? Let's do more testing. And <laughs> like, what could it be? My son being someone who is, in a sense, a minority because he does have a developmental disability and it yeah. does affect the way that he presents mm-hmm. with different things, with lots of things. And because of that... We were pushing so hard because we just knew that there was more going on, that there was more wrong. And it came to the point where my husband was like, give him a a cat. Like, he needs a scan done right now of his throat. Like, we know something's wrong. 
the doctor was laughing at him being like, this is going to be such a waste of time. Come to find out that like without that, without seeing that, like I could have literally lost my child because his airways were obstructed. Yeah. And you were in an ambulance on the way to a very big children's hospital nearby. The big, like <laughs> the biggest, <laughs> like one of the biggest. Yeah. And um, all of this to say that like, I don't care who tells you that you're wrong. If you know your kid and you know something's wrong and you know they're wrong and it's just a feeling you have, I'd rather look like an idiot than yeah. something happened to my kid. I'd ra- prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. I can be humbled. I can say, you know what? You were right. It I'm, wasn't what I I'm thought it was. I'm getting used to it. Yes. But <laughs> like, getting used to being humbled. If but. I think that there's a chance that I'm right, we're going to do it. Yeah. And I feel as though, so. Playing on the other end of that because yeah. of course I was I was there for you during that and in so many ways <laughs> I would like you it was would a send bonding me a experience and that sort of thing and I work in a setting where I deal with patients and their advocates yeah. whether it be their parents uh, their loved ones um, and it's there's a different there's a spectrum there because there are people that are nonverbal that are adults, that yeah. do have good levels of functioning, but yeah. they don't communicate the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. So even that, like when there is a when there is a patient that cannot advocate for themselves, whether it be a child, somebody that cognitively is unable or just medically is un- unable, um, I always am like, you know them better than I do. Yes. And I'm normalizing just like validating. Right. An advocate because even though like there's like a there's a thing that like you know when you are the teacher or you are the the nurse or you are the doctor you're the you patients know the students they're guests in your house yes, basically you know like to, I don't mean you to make it that schooling. analogy yeah. but yeah but at the same time they brought the other guests right right and so something's you, off from their baseline yeah so if a married couple came to your dinner party and <laughs> one of them was choking and they were like no that's just something that they do yeah. you'd be like all right she knows him a little bit better I'm not gonna try to give him the Heimlich he's yeah. probably gonna get the meatball down yeah. you know so She's when you this when you say that aggressive thing of like your guests in our house but yes they brought the other guest and mm-hmm. if you have a hunch I as the medical professional because I have a chain of command above yeah. me I don't mind looking stupid yeah like if you because if I got it wrong and you had that hunch then I stifled your assessment right and you have that you have that insight on that person and just yes I think that being a mom has completely broke me because oh, I'm I'm sh- shattered. I'm an empath. Yeah. I'm a validator. Boo. And I'm a mom. <laughs> so like now anytime anyone's like, yeah, this doesn't feel right, I'm like, we are gonna work this yeah, out. And I don't I'll mind fix you. I don't mind taking the time for people to to hear them out and make them feel heard. Because right. sometimes that is the difference between somebody being okay and not okay. Yeah. And to me, it's worth taking that step and being a validator. So 100%. I will always advocate and I will always validate. You can advocate from both sides. You can advocate from the medical side. You can advocate from the parent side. It's just something that we should do for each other. Yeah. And like, even though you advocating is always going to be, because now when I'm validating you, right? Yeah. If I'm taking care of your children and I'm validating you, I'm actually going to advocate for you. Mm-hmm. 
and your loved one. Yeah. And then I'm not always getting the best response (laughs) because advocating means that you're making waves. Like you went to that IEP meeting and you made some waves. Like you said, I'm just going to keep showing up. Cannonball. I'm just going (laughs) to keep showing up here. But it's also like it's a wave, but it's a ripple effect because, because. It affects some things. Our professor Umbridge had to go up to her higher up and say, hey, the budget be smaller she because had to look Voldy in the eye because be Stephanie like, Bartholomew brought her daddy and she had some big guts, you know. Like, but like I always, those come I always think of everybody as like you know middle management because yeah. there's always like there's always someone on top of you. Yes, you know that you have to go advocate. Yes. And then be validated. So you have to be kind of confident in, you know, yeah. what you're pushing for. Yeah, so, and then enter imposter yeah. syndrome. <laughs> yes. So remember that you're making waves, but it's yes. causing a ripple effect. And, you know, but that's good because that's the only way that change is going to come. And Absolutely. when it comes to our kids, we're looking for change. I mean, the climate is changing. Yeah. The economy <laughs> has changed yeah. a lot. Um, and we're looking for them to change in a positive way where they thrive on this planet Absolutely. by any means necessary. Yeah, like we will scorch the earth. To me- I mean, we won't, but you know what I'm saying? Like we would hypothetically. I'll plant all of the wildflowers yes. where you assholes planted grass. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you know, I'll try to reverse this the best I can for my kids and I'll do it in a, I'll do it in big ways. And I'll do it in very small ways, too. The subtle ways, though, are sometimes some of the most impactful, though. Yes. Like, they don't always have to be so big. Yes. I have a second child. Yeah. She's such a second child. Yeah. Like, she has, she's my Donnie. And I tagged her that. And now I feel as though when people now are reacting to my Donnie like she is a wild creature, I'm like, fuck you. She's fine. Yeah, exactly. She knows how to say, she knows how to say elephant. Yeah. She will bite you if I tell her to. She does tricks. Yeah. She does cheese face. Do cheese face. Absolutely. And it's different. It's different. So you're like, I've created this thought of her, you know, like she is. And it's, she's absolutely feral, you know, like, and it's okay. But in the best way. But like when there is a, a person that clearly looks like they are not living the life that I'm living right now. And they're like, whew. (laughs) <laughs> you got your hands you got full with that one full. she's such a second child i'm like she's a second child and she's beautiful and yeah. you shut up and stop looking at me absolutely because i'm advocating for like her like a mother like a mother <laughs> like in a small small way i mean yes. i'm not telling off old people at the playground i promise maybe some of it's in your head maybe i did it once yeah I don't know. but like i am maybe like, she said it in her car later i am combating it with like she is a beautiful little soul yeah. and she is absolutely independent and fierce but sometimes the on like the subtlety of it like I've had this one thing where like sometimes advocating or you know just it's sticking up for your kid doesn't have to be so obvious so like it doesn't have to be so political for some reason like if someone says something offensive about my kids my go-to is instead of being like you know, you shouldn't say that. I'll I'll shoot them with their own question right back. What do you mean by that? You know? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Like, could play, you elaborate? Yeah, could literally. Can you just like spell that out for me? 
And that's, that subtlety, too, is a good way to advocate because you don't even have to be the educator. You can let these idiots teach themselves. <laughs> Advocating looks different to everybody. Yeah, just leave them with an open-ended question yeah. that makes them and then have, slowly walk away. And they're probably having imposter syndrome for the first time ever, but welcome to welcome the Welcome to the club. <laughs> There's you not know? many seats left. <laughs> I feel that even when you're nice to me and laugh. So yeah. I hope you feel that with my weird, ominous question. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember, we're rooting for you. But one thing I saw, and it speaks so true because this is a mom podcast, is advocate like a mother. And Ooh. that is like the energy I'm going to embody at every IEP meeting Put it from on now a graphic on. tea. Literally. Like, <laughs> advocate like a mother because a mom's going to get shit done. Absolutely. She's going to get shit done. Time. 